Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Michael, we're being taken over. We are. I I, I can't even let you get out of the, the full... The thing there. It's I was, an I was, invasion. Oh, no. Oh, the no, worst angle in wrestling angle. history. <laughs> Those always work every single time. <laughs> this is such a good idea. Well, oh. even though they are invading us, we'd like to welcome back our friends from Travelers on the Omnibus, Brady and Hey, Jody. how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Back we've, we've only got it up to a 50-50 stake. So yeah. <laughs> Next week, though, so, we're getting another one in. So, wait, wait, wait. So if my if my wrestling history serves, next week one of us has to defect and join them, <laughs> and then we become the champion until the end of the storyline when we turn back. With, and then we have to record the podcast wearing a shirt, and then you take the shirt off, and, and it's another. Uh, shirt. And it's like, Even oh no, it's the wool sack. We have merch. I don't yeah. know, but we got to get that done now. Yeah, basically what we're talking about with a the merch there is we're all going to go get white t-shirts and a Sharpie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how we're going to do this? Yes. I'm Excellent. Excited. Sounds I'm good down. to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sign up for our uh, non-existent, non-existent Patreon for a you know, chance to <laughs> uh, get, merch. You know, yeah. get some merch. Yeah. Uh, but welcome, everybody, to the podcast. This week, we have a new whiskey like we normally do, especially these days. Oh. When we're not being cheap and <laughs> right. you know bringing stuff that we've drank before because well, you know we're cheap. Anyways, we have Puncher's Chance Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is forty five percent alcohol by volume, distilled in Kentucky. Makes no. sense. Um, I don't really see a whole lot other than their marketing for this. Uh, on the back of it, it has a quote. That uh, for those who started early, stayed late, day after day, year after year, and this is in the most god-awful font. (laughs) (laughs) For those who have the courage and strength to do what others won't. Um, This is a very pretentious whiskey you brought up. Yeah, it It sounds very fancy. It sounds like that could, like... Go towards alcoholism. Like <laughs> <laughs> this was uh, thirty-one dollars for the bottle, okay. and uh, so so how is this going to stack up to the old soul that we had last time? Um, the old soul is going to blow it out of the water. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> this is a thirty-one dollar bottle of whiskey <laughs> from a brand I've never heard from before, uh, and until I looked it up on the website, didn't even know they had another version of it that is a 12-year version so and it's 32 dollars <laughs> oh. <laughs> upgrade all right so, so shall we shall we yeah. cheers cheers <laughs> yeah well that's yeah. gasoline what yeah. so- i like that <clears throat> it's definitely not old soul no. or or angels envy so um there's a slight aftertaste that's mm. not terrible, but that's right. About the I best do like thing. the, like like almost like an oaky kind of taste to it there. So it's better than Canadian Hunter. Oh, it's it's so much better than Canadian <laughs> and Canadian and Canadian Mist to that yeah. at that point. Don't even try to compare this to can, Canadian Hunter. This is much better than Canadian Hunter. Oh. This is tolerable. Yeah, from the prices you told yeah. me, it's at least three times better. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So this would be a good mixing whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. Think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely a good mis- mixing whiskey. It drinks fine. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of it's kind of hot. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It is very hot. So. I guess if you were going to drink it by itself, like sipping it would probably yeah, it'd be, yeah, be a be good right sipping a, whiskey. It'd be all right with that. Maybe maybe a little bit of water in it. Yeah. Ice cube. Or Yeah, on the rocks, yeah. To, uh, to kind of cut it a little. Change some of the flavor profile. Yeah. Uh, that might work. Uh, otherwise, eh, it's serviceable. It's as, yeah. good as, it's as good as Jack equivalent. Yeah. You know, like, I keep going back to this. If I'm going to spend $30 on whiskey that I'm going to drink and not just, you know, buying for the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the redemptions. Yeah. Uh, because they're just so good. Mm-hmm. So, so Holder, uh, would you say it had a puncher's chance? Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where's the want, want, want? All right. All right. Uh, uh, Shorty G. <laughs> so, do, we, do we have our own Madcap Moss in here? No. Ooh. Ooh. He's not Madcap anymore. No, he's got no, no gimmick no. now. No, no he's he still Madcap. Madcap. But uh, the 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 way they mentioned it, I think on SmackDown was uh, there's no he's uh, it's Madcap without the cap. <laughs> he's just mad. Mm-hmm. So sure. that's terrible. Good God. Should we run through what's happened this week in wrestling? Yeah, let's knock it out. Uh, we're not going to talk about too much. We're not going to talk about Double or Nothing tonight because we did the Double or Nothing special on Monday. Go listen to our very special episode. Yes. Where we talk about double or nothing. And Michael learns about the, the perils of drug use. Yes. <laughs> oh. That's how they used to do that on those old, uh, like, after-school specials, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. God, we're old enough to remember after-school specials. Oh, right? Yep. Definitely. <laughs> Weekend specials, too. Mm. All right. So what happened on Monday Night Raw? Ezekiel and the Mysterios defeat Alpha Academy Sir, and Kevin Owen. No, Elias. Oh, the 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 thing says they are Ezekiel. wrong. <laughs> yeah. So hashtag I stand with Kevin Owens. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Stu Pickles and the Mysterios. <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, he's uh, got to grow that beard back. So, <laughs> my God, the angle is it. funny, but good lord, every time I look at him, I'm just like, <laughs> look at how they massacre my boy. <laughs> Seth Rollins uh, interrupts a Cody Rhodes promo. Alexa Bliss defeats Dewdrop. We have a 24/7 championship. Tamina defeats Dana Brooke via pinfall to win the title, and that actually was not a roll up. It was an actual move, which are they elevating the 24 7 championship out of no, the roll up territory? Then, no, because then uh, Tazawa immediately rolled up to me. Yes. Won it, yeah. so. <laughs> which that was inter- yeah. interrupting a Miz TV segment yeah. that was going yes, it nowhere. Was. It was being, it was being led by uh, the Street Profits that I thought was probably the best Miz TV segment of the year yeah. at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Miz was so mad. Yes. It was great. The Street Profits. Uh, are so well, like most people are so under underutilized. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, this is, and it's also the one tag team that I want to break up because I want Montez Ford to get, go on a championship run, and they just absolutely refuse <laughs> to break refuse. them up. Mm-hmm. The one tag team they refuse to break yeah, up. Yeah, the one, the only one. So we get Mustafa Ali uh, defeating Champa by disqualification when Austin Theory enter, 
interferes. Uh, we then get Theory versus Mustafa, where Theory defeats Mustafa to retain his title. Yes, that that was a United States Championship match. Mm. Uh, that does set us up for a match at uh, Hell in a Cell. Is it Hell in a Cell or Money in the Bank? Hell in a oh, Cell. Hell in a Cell. Hayek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they, they do set up a match between Mustafa and Theory for Hell in a Cell. We have Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura defeating the Usos via disqualification. We have Liv Morgan defeating Rhea Ripley by pinfall. We have Bobby Lashley uh, signing a contract for a handicap match against Omos and MVP. Yep, that was the main event of Raw, everybody. <laughs> contract signing. Then, contract uh, signing. For not even a championship. We uh, we then have Bianca Belair defeating Asuka by pinfall. So, Hooray. Yeah. That is Monday. So we move on to Wednesday where we've got Dynamite. Kicks off with CM Punk and FTR versus Max Caster and the Gun Club. I mean, the, the Ass Boys. The ass Boys. Yeah, um, as they were called. Where CM Punk and FTR win. But this is going to set up probably what's going to take up a, a chunk of what we discuss here in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF cuts a very mid promo. Mm-hmm. Use his terms. Uh, which is something else that we're probably going to talk about a bit. <laughs> yes, yes. Definitely. Yes. Uh, Johnny Elite had signed an open contract to fight anybody in AEW, at which point Miro makes his return. Hooray, Miro. His neck of sand has been repaired. (laughs) (laughs) His neck of sand has been repaired, but now he must repair his broken heart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the Redeemer. I love that. I love that. Such a great gimmick. Through the grace of God and my hot wife. (laughs) Um... We then had a Eddie Kingston comes out. He wants a blood and guts match, uh, which was, let's see, if I got to remember this right, Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society had come out to the ring. Yes. They were, they were talking there. Hey, look, we won. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at us. Um, then Regal and Kingston came out on yes. the ramp. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Kingston got beat up a bit, and then Jericho got back in the ring. Regal came out to only say blood and guts. That's all he came. That's out to all say. he came yeah. out to say. Yeah, Kingston Which, started cutting a promo, and then like he's right. like, "What do you want to do?" He's like, "Blood and guts." Then I really just wish Tony would would have ate the the fine from and WWE just games and just had him say war games. That'd have been great. Then we had like a, just screw WWE. Just here, yeah. here's and what, you, what you can do you play want? it off like, "Hey, go no, 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 we can't do that here. Yeah. We don't do that here." So what? <laughs> No, <laughs> Ortiz, Mad Balls, Jericho, and then cuts part of his hair. Mm-hmm. Is how that yeah. all ended. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so now we have a hair versus hair match. Yeah, Ortiz the, versus yeah. Uh, That's Jericho. The next dynamite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we had a ten man tag match of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, Christian Cage, Darby Allen, and Matt Hardy. Uh, Darby Allen being part of that because Jeff is injured. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, versus the Young Bucks, uh, Red Dragon, and Hikaleo. Uh, of course, the the heels won that. I do believe. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And then we had Tony Siobhan interviewed uh, Ember Moon, Athena, mm-hmm. the goddess, right? We want to call her mm-hmm. um, the fallen goddess Athena. Yeah. Yep. They were interrupted by the baddies, who were also interrupted by. Uh, they were interrupted by Statlander, Statlander, and. Um, What's the other one? There's three. There's three on the Ruby. good side. Ruby, yeah, yeah. 
We then had Wardlow versus J.D. Drake, which, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That was yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then Ruby Soho and Tony Storm fought Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Um, the faces won. Yeah. So well, we surprising. 50-50 booking, man. Surprising. And then the main event was John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia for some reason. Yeah. It was decent, though. It was Most a, it of was it. All right. It was a pretty good match. Uh, of course, Moxley won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moxley bled like a stuck pig. Oh, he bled like crazy because uh, like he got busted open at double or nothing, and mm-hmm. he had staples in his head. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so he moved us back down because Rampage was back where it belonged, finally. <laughs> I want to say one thing real quick while it's on my mind. Yeah. So the hair versus hair match, Jericho's going to lose so he can give himself another gimmick change like he does every year now, mm-hmm. cuts his hair, dyes it some crazy color so he can now be the wizard Chris Jericho. Yeah. All right. I had to, I had to get that in. Yeah, he goes bald. That, he goes. That's, what? That's a, a, yeah. I mean, he is. It, yeah. it has become more and more obvious that he has lost a bunch of hair, and I guarantee you. Oh, that too. That's the idea. Right. Yeah. You can yeah. really yeah, see that, that bald too. spot yeah. at, at double or nothing pretty yeah. clearly a couple of times. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one hundred percent. So he can cut mm. his hair short. Definitely. So. SmackDown. We start off with the brawling brutes, which used to be called Fight Night. Uh. Seamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch defeating Drew McIntyre and the New Day. Uh, yeah, that's a thing that happened. Wait, have, they defeated them? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Woods, Woods ate a bitter end, which they are now calling the bitter end, thank God. And one, two, three. Oh, surprise, surprise. Woods took the pin on that one. Right. Uh, we have um, Max Dupree. Um the guy formerly known as L.A. Knight, formerly no, known as Eli, Eli Drake. If you're going to do the Dupree part, you have to do the rest of it. So it's Mac Dupree, who was formerly known as L.A. Knight, that was formerly known as Eli Drake. Yeah, because that is the only thing he knows how to do, <laughs> and all of his promos are exactly the same. Um, I liked him in, in NXT, but I haven't seen anything recently of him. Everything that he did in NXT, I had seen bits and pieces of him doing as Eli Drake mm-hmm. in TNA. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it's just like... It's the same character. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, gotcha. Sure. Now he's doing a like male model agent. Mm-hmm. Isn't he like a manager? Yeah. Like, like what the hell? He's he, a, Well, he's he, a, he, he had to take over for, uh, for uh, Budge. You know when he left, they yeah. had to do something. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm Adam Cole, not they Bush. did have that. Right. They did have that uh, that hole to fill. Yes, but like his whole gimmick now is getting right up into Adam Pierce's face, like with his head on Adam Pierce's shoulder almost <laughs> to talk to him. Close. <laughs> You're making yeah. it sound better than you that it feels like you think it is. <laughs> I just am not a fan of uh, Max Dupree, L.A. Knight, Eli Drake. Somebody okay. else could pull it off better. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, we have Jinder Mahal with Shanky defeating Umberto. Um, well, Jinder Mahal defeats Umberto. Shanky and Shanky Garza were ringside. Yeah. And you heard that right. He was dancing. Awesome. Somebody call my mama. It, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Jesus. We then had a six-pack challenge. Natalia, uh, Shotzi, Raquel Rodriguez, Aaliyah, Shayna Baszler, and Zaya Lee. Uh, going for a number one contender shot that uh, ended with Natalia getting the pin um, to be the number one contender for Ronda Rousey's title. Yeah. That seemed pretty obvious there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause there's so many, 
better stories that they could tell. Well, why tell a good story when you can tell an easy story? Yeah. Happy Corbin defeats Madcap Moss by a disqualification after Madcap beat the ever-loving tar out of Happy with a chair. Which led to another hell of a cell match. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that Pierce informed Corbin that a no-holds-barred match uh, between the two will be at Hell in a Cell. Um, There's an Intercontinental title match next week uh, between Ricochet and Gunta. Uh, because you know why put that on your pay per view? That's because, a Sunday when you we couldn't fit that one. On. <laughs> yeah, we got. We have, know we got to have the rest of the Baron Corbin Madcap Moss feud. That's yeah. You know. We only have four <laughs> hours of content, guys. We can't. Well, we put know that, that Cody there. match is going to run long. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty minutes worth of intro. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than one family in wrestling. Thirty starts. Hold on. Hold on. Thirty yeah. minutes. You're only giving them thirty minutes for Cody and Seth. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm being optimistic. Inhale in a cell. Three hours later. Oh, right. Lord. Uh, and then finally, uh, the Usos defeated Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura uh, by pinfall after Sammy got into the production truck and triggered Roman's music to distract uh, Riddle. Christ. Shinsuke went out uh, with a, a knee injury or leg injury. Mm. Yeah, I think it's kayfabe. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's kayfabe the way they set it up, but you know. I will say I appreciate them um, actually having a reason why somebody's music hit to distract somebody. Yeah, instead of it just, instead, that's of, also instead true. of just like somehow the production truck knows to do this, just like the Royal Rumble where they like they hit like uh, Orton's music and it was supposed to be Shane's music mm-hmm. or vice versa or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Sammy. In the production truck afterwards, it worked, it worked, it worked. And then the actual production guy sitting there like, I'm not supposed to be on camera. Right? Yeah. I, I specifically chose this job so I wouldn't be on camera. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> so, uh, Which, we'll, we'll talk about that because there was a pretty funny interaction between uh, Drew and the New Day. But we're moving on to Rampage. We had the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Young Bucks win. Um, they stole Pence's mask. Uh, oh, they got to get uh, that win back from, from when they lost the title. He, he didn't show his face. He like immediately covered up, hit hit the dirt. But that's well, he's got makeup lost. under there, too. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. They've but, done this before, like to win a ladder match. Yep. I think they, they do that. it all the time. The Bucks do that all the time to yep. the Lucha Bros. Mm-hmm. We had Athena versus Kara Hogan. Athena wins. Then we had the big announcement. Oh, Lord. Which oh, was CM Punk addressing the crowd as the AEW oh, champion. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about we'll talk that, about a, that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, the main event was Scorpio Sky versus Dante Martin for the uh, TNT title. Of course, Scorpio Sky won. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this with uh, CM Punk. Punk comes down to the ring. First thing out of his mouth is... You know, I promised you guys that I would wrestle until the wheels fell off. Um, one of them fell off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he broke his foot on dynamite during the match. He's going to have to have surgery. So, he he goes on to cut, finish his promo. He talks about how he told TK that he didn't want to hold up the show. He didn't want to hold up anything. Mm-hmm. He was willing to, you know, vacate the title and just get a shot when he comes back. Tony told him, don't worry about it. He's got an idea. You know, don't vacate it. Keep the belt. You deserve it. All that kind of stuff. And what an idea. 
Good Lord at the convoluted plan. Okay, Holder, get out your red string and and push pins. So anybody that has seen the movie Basketball, Mm -hmm. when they talk about their playoffs, that is how this works. Like, I fully expected there's going to be a round-robin potato sack race on the third Saturday of July (laughs) to determine the number one contender to the number one contender for – so it's going to be like college football used to be and, and something's just going to be decided on a coin flip. Basically. So what's going to happen is on dynamite, I believe you're going to have a kickoff dynamite with a battle Royal. They haven't announced the participants or anything like that, but mm. the winner of that battle Royal is going to fight John Moxley in the main event of dynamite because he's the number one contender for the title or I think they said that because he had the best, uh, the record or something yeah, like that. John, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's John, what they, yeah. Sure, sure. John Moxley's sure. the number one contender. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to go with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're going to fight in the main event of Dynamite. The winner there will then fight the winner between Gato and Tanahashi. That match is going to take place at a New Japan show. Where they're going, one of them will win the AEW Interim Heavyweight Champion belt. Then at Forbidden Door, the winner of that match and the winner of the Moxley Battle Royal will fight to see who becomes the champion. Either, you know, the the champion retains or, you know, Moxley wins. Because, you know, come on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Then when CM Punk is back. Uh, ready to fight, we'll have a title unification. And all of this just two days after they informed us that we would be having CM Punk versus Tanahashi. Yeah. yeah. Which on Dynamite, we're no longer going to have. Yeah. Because yeah, on Dynamite, Tanahashi came out as the champion. So I fully believe that the way this is going to work out is somebody's going to win the Battle Royal, obviously. Yeah. They're going to fight Moxley. Moxley's going to win. Yes. Then at, Forbi- then at Forbidden Door, we're going to see Moxley versus Tanahashi because mm-hmm. he's going to beat Gato. And then Tanahashi's going to beat Moxley so that we can still have our CM Punk versus Tanahashi. And there we go. Yeah. Uh, somewhere down the line. I guess it's going to depend on what kind of a contract we can get for Tanahashi. Well, I, I also see it this way Moxley is still wrapped up with the Combat Club. Yeah. That's all still wrapped up, wrapped up with the Jericho Appreciation Society. I, I, and I don't think they pull the world title into that feud. No. So I, I would doesn't win there. Agree with you there. The question, fact, honestly, to me, the question is honestly, how much can the, how much does Tony Khan have Tanahashi for, as far as being able to wrestle? Because Tony Khan is not one to let somebody else carry the belt off screen for a long time, like true. you know Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So I could see now that you have this wrench thrown in. That was this was not the plan. This is a wrench. So I could see John Moxley picking up the title and running with it for a couple months before CM Punk comes back. Uh, I don't know if they'd want to pull that into the... The only thing there is I don't know if they'd want to pull that into the Jericho Appreciation Society feud. You spin it out of... But, you, spin, you spin Moxley out of the feud. Well, there's, well, there's also the possibility of um, this blood and guts match happening and ending that feud before True. Forbidden Door even happens. True. Yeah, like, True. I'm pretty certain that Blood and Guts is going to be in yeah, just a couple of weeks so. on Dynamite. And if it doesn't end that feud, then that belt being in that group might give that feud a little bit more weight because maybe, you know, Fair. you've got the world champion involved in it. So, you know, possibly. 
Fair enough, but I don't know. I I or, see John or Moxley. Did they have Hangman win the Battle Royal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Beat Moxley. Right. Beat Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. And then Hangman has the interim title back, and then we have Hangman Punk 2. That, that that's a possibility. I mean, you, you pretty got, much like Hangman's winning the battle rule. Like you, yeah. like you bringing that up has just like, mm-hmm. like crystallized it. Crystallized it. Like yeah, that that, that, that makes is more sense. Exactly what's going to happen. I don't know if he beats Moxley, but I do know that he's going to win that battle royal. I either Does one he of those win the battle royal and then Jericho costs Moxley. That is that possible. could that could be a thing. That, that sounds like some. Some BS that which would uh, lead more Khan towards would. that whole that mm-hmm. blood and guts because because that fight's going to be on dynamite, blood and guts hitting for a couple weeks. Right, it, I could see that happening. It wouldn't be a DQ because they don't do DQs really in AEW unless it's super blatant. Yeah, um, yeah, cheat right in front of the referee. See. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but you. you you have the referee distracted, which an AEW yeah, I mean, means an AEW, that referee that's an AEW is paying exclusive. utmost attention. <laughs> means you're just jiggling keys in front of <laughs> no, 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 it means they are 100% watching exactly what's about to happen. Jericho comes down, hits a code breaker or a uh, He hits lion it with a salt. bat. Lion yeah. salt, code breaker, anything but the Judas effect. Please, for the love of God, get rid of that move. <laughs> oh, then, that's a funny joke. That's a really funny joke. Which means it's actually 100% going to be a Judas effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that cost him the match, the one, two, three from Hangman. Yeah, yeah that that I could see because then it it's Hangman sees it and just kind of lets it happen. So you're Which apparently they're trying to do him a little a, bit more. And trying the... to do a Hangman. Sl- super slow burn. Yeah, heel turn. Heel turn. Yeah, conflicted millennial cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> two year heel turn. <laughs> if we're lucky, if we're lucky, sir. So, yeah. So, so, so AEW is kind of a a, a cluster at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They, it, they they blew up. It blew up, but there is. There's ways out of it for them. They got a yeah. Just, oh yeah. You know. I just love how Tony Khan did this, figured this out in the most convoluted way possible. Like yeah, it, he added in extra steps that did not need to be there. Like does, does Tony Hashi need to fight the other guy for the interim belt? No, but he's gonna do it anyway, even though nobody in America is gonna see gonna right. See Ten people in America are gonna somehow figure out how to do that, and that is it. True. If they do it right, then we get a replay on Dynamite. Uh, we get possibly, a replay, we get a replay on Dynamite, cool. and that promotes Forbidden Door. That would be cool if, yeah. like, that, like, the Dynamite after they say, you know, hey, this is the match that happened. Mm-hmm. We're going to show it to you in its entirety yeah, because it deals with our... Right. If they're really yeah. wanting this to be a long-lasting partnership between yeah. Japan, they're really going to... They might do that, you know. Mm-hmm. That is possible. It, it, yeah. If they do it right, that's what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I don't think there was anything else major on AEW this week. There was uh, one Maxwell Friedman. Oh, I was yeah. about to mention made his the promo. made his debut because mm-hmm. um, this was not MJF. No, this was not Maxwell Jacob Friedman. No, no this was Max Friedman mm-hmm. and the shooter Max Friedman. He came out <laughs> and cussed out Tony Khan mm-hmm. and so basically told him to fire him. Yeah. So, Michael and Brady, I think y'all are too young to remember this, but I know Jody will remember. Oh, yeah. Um, do you remember when you went to the grocery store as a kid? Mm-hmm. And there was an aisle in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And everything on that aisle was 
a white label. Yes. And then in black letters uh-huh. was what it was. So, like, if there was a can of green beans, mm-hmm. this can of green beans had a white label wrapped around yeah. it. It just said green beans. That was it. Those and were those were generic foods. The generics. Yes. And all of the generics were on the same aisle. It wasn't like it is nowadays mm-hmm. where you have, like, the Del Monte green beans and the right. great value underneath it. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. All of the generics were on that one aisle. So you would have, like, green beans mm-hmm. next to cigarettes, next yeah. to yeah. cereal, next, you know... That's kind of how I felt about this promo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This promo was the basic, generic, blah mm-hmm. of the pipe bomb. It definitely didn't. Yes. For, going back a little bit further than the pipe bomb, I, I would like to just slide this in here real quick. Um, if you remember like when wrestlers were jumping shit between yeah. WCW and WWF uh, at the time, uh, mainly on the WCW side, yeah. with the exception of the one uh, X-Pac promo, which I'll right. mention here in a second. Um, like, Bret Hart, all those guys, they, they would they would go out there, and, like, the first promo they would cut, they would be shitting on Vince. Like, yeah. live TV, because Bischoff loved that right. shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, it only... Uh, I think the only time it happened in WWF, if I'm not mistaken, at least during that time period, was when Sean Waltman came out there and basically, like, you know, after after a couple of weeks cut a promo and just, like, shit on Eric Bischoff. Just like, you know, you held me back and all this other stuff. And then Eric Bischoff actually had a response the next the next Monday night. Um, well, you had that. You had Medusa trashing the women's title. That was a big spot, yeah. Um, you got Lex Luger showing up at the Mall of America. Right. There's there's one that I think that they're taking a humongous, even bigger than the, the, the pipe bomb they're taking from, and that is Brian Pillman. Yeah. That oh, is, the Brian Pillman that promo. Is, that yeah. is what they are doing. That is what they that are doing. That definitely felt do- like. They aren't. Yep. I was mistaken. After I've read some articles about people talking about this, that's what they're doing. They're doing Brian Pillman more than they're doing anybody yeah, else. Yeah, Austin and ECW too. When mm. he was cutting on WWE, uh, WCW, yeah, I, I did see where somebody on Reddit uh, posted. Somebody on Reddit posted. I don't know if they're the ones responsible for doing it, mm-hmm. but they did like a, a supercut of a lot of CM Punk's promos mm-hmm. from the pipe bomb forward. Yeah, versus what. Uh, MJF did, and there's a lot of similarities there, even repeating certain well, sections yeah, entirely. That, he's certain just doing this, this, this. He's just there. They just looked at Brian Pillman and CM Punk, mm-hmm. and they're just doing that. Mm-hmm. They're doing, they're, they're taking a little bit of, of like, okay, where we're taking you off the roster here, and we're, and, yeah. and we're. We're making a big stink about you didn't show up at this thing here. And so, and then the promo thing, they're just taking all that from Punk. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this started out as a work. Or, I mean, it started as out shoot. as a shoot, rather. Yeah, right. Okay. MJF, unhappy, blows off the, the meet and greet. You know, even, even up to the point of him showing up at Double or Nothing, uh, like right before the show started, mm-hmm. you know, jobbing and then going home. All the way up to that point, I think, was a shoot. Yeah. But I think after that, I think somebody got a hold of him before he left that arena. A Dean Malenko, a Billy Gunn, mm-hmm. you know, any of the old-timers, right? Any Specifically, any of the WWE old-timers. Like Arn. Arn. I would even I would even throw CM Punk in there. Maybe Possibly. Punk. Possibly. Because, uh, yeah. I, I think mean, somebody... I think somebody got to him before he left and said... You may think that this is what's going to get you bargaining power with Vince. Mm-hmm. You are 
dead wrong. Mm-hmm. So I need you to think about this. Well, and then and he left. And then him and Tony kind of got together and they talked over. about, you know, they figured out what the problem was. They kind of, here's some tentative give and take type stuff. And then they just took it from that shoot way past work. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and we talked about it the other day. CM Punk came in. He was making somewhere between forty and $50,000 a year mm-hmm. when he signed with AEW. At some point in the last... 50? 40 to 50. CM Punk? Not CM Punk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> MJF. Saying, Ooh, M- 40 to 50 grand? MJF was signed for somewhere between 40 to 50 grand. Holy crap. Remember, okay. he had no power. No he had, star yeah, power. Yeah, he had no happened. star power whatsoever so, but coming into it. Somewhere in the intervening time between then and now, mm-hmm. he was given a promotion or a, a raise right. up to about 250 is the, the number I've heard. Mm-hmm. MJF wants more. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, I can see that argument. He's been on every dynamite and all that. The thing, the supposed tension between the two mm-hmm. was he wants more without signing a new contract. Oh, no. And Tony Khan is like, I'm willing to pay you more, but you're going to have to sign a contract with me and extend some time because I'm not going to pay you. Well, Let's just bump him up to 750. The is, there's issues. Oh. You got to look at that like, Tony Khan is also part owner of the Jaguars. Right, he's part owner of uh, a football a football a soccer, a soccer, a soccer team, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Tottenham or something like something. that. Mm-hmm. I think over there. Anyway, well, Shad is Shad is. I don't know right. that Tony really is. He's part. supposed to so, be having something to do with it. At so least. they deal with sports contracts, mm-hmm. and in sports contracts, yeah, you you will hear. Okay, they signed a five-year deal. In year four, they restructured mm-hmm. and signed another three-year deal. But right. They they took a lower this year, but then the next two years are going to like incrementally step. Sure. And you know you consistently hear that. Uh, players don't generally go to the end of their contract before they sign a new contract, right? Unless they're either the teams want to get rid of them and they're wanting to do like a, a free agent type thing. Mm-hmm. Or the, the the players unhappy. So they don't want to resign. They want to be traded or moved or something to that effect. You usually see this if they're cool with everything and how it's going. Somewhere in their contract, they're going to resign for more money mm-hmm. and extend the time. Same thing there, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Is MJF worth more than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in AEW? Yeah, I think so. Right. You know, uh, I mean, I have problems with his booking from time to time. We talk about it constantly. Well, it's I the mean, same we, thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah, we can have That's problems it. with his booking. And pardon my interruption. Yeah. We can have problems with his booking, but the fact of the matter is the internet wrestling community loves him. Mm-hmm. The AEW fans that mm-hmm. are in the arena love to boo him. He's an as, asset. As we see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is worth the money. He deserves a raise, but he's got to sign that extended yeah, contract. Extended. Yeah, because we were, talking, uh, we were talking about this the other day about how, like, you can't just, like, not sign, not sign a, another contract without getting a raise there because then it sets a precedence for like, yeah. oh, well, this guy comes in and gets paid $2 million a year. I'm getting paid uh, 500k a year. I want a raise. You start getting well, to that favored nations type stuff. Yeah, that, that, was, that was, yeah. exactly, that was what, mm-hmm. what ruined WCW for sure. And you can't, yep. it's just not how business works. No, it does the, not the, well. The other part there is too, is MJF worth 200, more than 250? Yes. Is yes. he worth 500? Probably. Right. Is he worth 750? 
Maybe. Right. Is he worth more than that? Uh, no. no. I think with the right plan, he can be definitely worth seven fifty By the end of his contract, mm-hmm. by the time he gets to the 2024, if they've booked him the right way and he's he's done what he needs to do, mm-hmm. yeah, he could be worth seven hundred fifty. Yeah. He might even be worth bumping a million at that point. Now, he's not going to be worth CM Punk money. He's no, not no, going right. to be worth Brian Danielson money. He's no. not going to be worth John Moxley money. No. Jericho money. And and I, I know that's all a list of former WWE guys, mm-hmm. but it's true. Is he worth more than Keith Lee? Yeah, I think so. And here's and I a, love at the Keith time, Lee. yeah. And there's yeah. there's two issues also with the situation with all this being like vocally spoken as promo work shoot whatever you want to call it. Uh, two issues. One, uh, I'll get to in a second. Um, so once you get what you want, where's your promo work going? Because yeah. he's been cutting these promos for, mm-hmm. like his pay. That's half his promo. Half his promo time is about like being disgruntled. Yes. Okay, so after you get what you want, where's that go? Well, you you can't uh, like talk about your accolades for too long. You can't be like bragging about how much money you're making. That right. only goes so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, this whole angle work shoot shoot promo that's happening right now. Uh, who's he going to fight whenever this is resolved? Like, is he is are we going to get a new guy that's going to be like this is Tony Khan's guy that's representing Tony Khan in this situation? Most as, people are thinking that it's going to eventually lead to him beating CM Punk for the title. Uh, At least what I'm seeing. Well, and well, the internet wrestling community wants him to be the champion last week. Yeah. Mm. Well, that, yeah, um, that is also true. Uh, and it, Well, apparently... But to me, that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like, what else yeah. kind of... Uh, you apparently, this like, yeah. during the commercial break, after they did the hard yeah. cut, yeah, yeah. CM Punk did go out he to try went to, out talk to talk to, to him. him. But Max so jumped that, the rope and went out to right, him. Yeah. That, yeah. that is 100% setting up a CM Punk feud. Mm-hmm. What do they do with it now? Of course, that mm-hmm. was because before they also knew that Punk was injured. Yeah. Yeah. Punk, and wrestle. Well, they they knew he was injured, or no? That was that was before his match, wasn't it? No, no, his no, match, it was after. No, his match open. Yeah, okay. Yeah. His match open. So, so it was after the match. It was after the injury. Fully they, before they, they knew, knew he was injured, but probably not that. Not injured. that. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't know until Friday. I, I was actually yeah. just looking oh, okay, this up gotcha. a minute ago. Okay. They they didn't know until Friday, shortly before they went on air with Rampage, that Punk was going to have to have surgery and he's out indefinitely Mm. which is why they're doing this whole thing instead of just putting punk on the back burner for a month to you know heal a sprained ankle yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so but yeah who does mjf fight now right because my yeah yeah. (laughs) now the question question. well and the answer is tony khan's gonna keep pushing it yeah, for who, a year until he can do it with CM Punk instead of pivoting to a, a, a Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry, a Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Who is, so if they're wanting to set up MJF as the, the top heel for the company, mm-hmm. which is, is kind of what it looks like they're doing, the top singles heel, I guess I should mm-hmm. say. Right. Because, you know, remove the elite for now. Because they're they're on their own. They're on their own thing. They're they're in the mid card. They're pretty much in the mid card for the most part. You know. Yeah. And and yeah, Adam Cole deserves to be the top heel. All that kind of stuff. But again, there he's tied up in that elite story, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So when you when you get back out when you get out of NWO, (laughs) and you get into WCW, right? MJF is your top heel. Very true. Who is your top face? Right. I don't have an answer there, for there that. There really isn't one. You know what I mean? Because, okay, maybe we can say Hangman, but Hangman is still kind of 
He's gentle to that elite. Sort style. of like mm-hmm. in betweener kind of. Right. He's like very gray. Or well, that's how they've been handling him. The whole point, I think, of the double or nothing stuff mm-hmm. that his match at the end there was like he's going to have a fall from grace now. Yep. So, so we threw Hangman out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else do we have? And, and more importantly, not who else do we have as a face, but who else do we have as a face that we could build to a feud with MJF in a short period of time? Because he really hasn't interacted with anybody. Anybody else, really, mm-hmm. except They're for Cody. People. Right. Punk. And Wardlow. And Wardlow. Wardlow. Yeah. They're not going to do this. But the answer to your question, Jungle Boy. I mean, I could see Jungle Boy. I could see Darby. You know, because he's interacted with pillars, Darby, and right? I think he, inter- yeah, I think he's, he interacted he's, with he's Jungle, Boy. Jungle Boy. Because that was the whole the reason pillars. they had the Darby match was because MJF. That was the only one of the four other four pillars that he yeah. hadn't beat. Like you could, however, and, and I think who's the fourth? Sammy. Sammy. Thank you. Um, I couldn't get there. And, yeah. and okay, <laughs> I, I'm I'm 100 behind Jungle Boy. For, for this, mm-hmm. you know, be the face to fight here. Cool. I, I, I'm on it. How do we get Jungle Boy out of? Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Lucha, the, the Jungle Express or Jurassic Express, Christian Cage. I guess you have to do the How angle. Do get him out of that I crime? guess the angle so, is uh, Christian turns on him. Yeah, the uh, angle is Christian convinces. And you talked about yeah. this. This was mm-hmm. one of your right. ideas. Christian turns on Jungle Boy, convinces Lucha to turn on Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy beats Luchasaurus on dynamite jungle boy beats uh christian at uh fight for the fallen yeah and then you you've got jungle boy separated you don't you just yeah. don't drag yeah. out that storyline yeah. you, you do it Personally, in two you got a hot you got a hot shot those mid card storylines yeah, i think you separate them now type thing mm-hmm. aew needs a monster heel mm-hmm. they they've got lance archer which i think he's hurt Right, maybe Vero just came back, so that's good. Mm-hmm. But what's his position in the company what's his right position, now? Right, I think you turn Lucha heel, and you turn him into, and I think we mentioned this on the the double or nothing thing. You make him abyss. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you leave Christian Cage with him, so Christian Cage talks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then all Luchasaurus does is roar. You know? And now he's like Kane slash abyss. Yeah, and yeah. that sounds kind of okay. cheesy a little bit. You know, you you change his color gimmick. You yeah, know, he goes I mean, from, you, you gotta be a little cheesy from, in wrestling. You like, do. You he do. goes from green and yellow to red and black. Mm-hmm. He he roars. He purple yells, and black. He so you're so you're away. Well, yeah. Purple and black. You start putting him into uh, uh, dark order. Well, I, yeah, shit. Well, I was thinking. Um, well, that group doesn't really. Well, I was thinking anymore. if you do red and black, people are just gonna be thinking, oh, this is he's just being Kane. Yeah. True, true. But would you would so, you would you black say and that, something? Would black you say that the Jurassic Express currently like have it? They have the tag can, titles, right? Yes. yes. Like, would they you need to drop the titles? Would you consider that them, they have as a team like pretty much have plateaued? Like they're not really so, yeah. going anywhere. Oh, they don't. Sure. They don't. They don't do anything AW different. AEW does not know how to book face champions. No, they don't. Right. They are bad at it. They can drop the belts to. I would like to see them drop it to like Keith Lee and Swerve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drop the I know that's there. not what what would happen, but that's that's that's, happen, that, but that's in my heart of hearts. That's well, what I want. But yeah. honestly, though, that could set up this turn, right? Because that's mm-hmm. two face teams fighting each other, right? Mm-hmm. At that point, you have Jungle Boy or Jungle Boy accidentally hits Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus accidentally hits Jungle Boy. Whatever like happens, they lose. Nothing, right? They lose, right? They lose. Yeah. 
heck, you could have Christian trying to get involved because they can't overcome, right? You know, Keith Lee and Swerve, just, and they, they lose they've got because the of that interference. Time, right? yeah. And then he blames them, even though he was the one that caused the interference. Christian tries to interfere, right? His interference distracts Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy hits Luchasaurus, right? Luchasaurus gets pinned. He gets up. What's going on? And Christian Cage is immediately right there on Lucha on Luchasaurus's side. Yeah, what? Why did you hit him? Right. You know, yeah, that's, we, that would be great fantasy booking. Audience, yeah. audience knows what happened. We saw it. Right. Apparently, yeah. wrestling doesn't exist in the wrestling world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, there you go, and that creates your split. They don't have the belt now, so we don't have to worry about this whole yeah. you know, champions split thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You can create that story, like Michael said, do it in a couple of dynamites and maybe a special dynamite or something, mm-hmm. and, and you're good. You, you, do, you keep Luchasaurus as green and black. But you add red highlights. Okay. <laughs> that that it way be you like Danhausen. So uh, so the thing about this is, all this time, all this time they're having to do all of this stuff to get Jungle Boy where he needs to be. Yeah, we're still just gonna have MJF doing the same. Yeah, thing. Because we're gonna we're gonna write this good story for Jungle yeah. Boy to get away from, from all of this. Right, he's the face of the company. Yeah, and in order to fight MJF, he's got to beat. Sean Spears. <laughs> now, 20 times. Yeah. Now, uh, with that being said, we did find out this week that somebody has fulfilled their contract with Impact. Yeah, W. Morrissey. W. Morrissey. Oh, okay, so yeah. this is somebody we've seen before, somebody we've seen associated with MJF. Mm-hmm. He could move in to be MJF's new heater. So he becomes Wardlow Morrissey. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> If it's a little messed up that they didn't let him take a whole bunch of power bombs if if he was almost done with his contract, like you could have let him take eight power bombs. Come on. Um, Now that remains to be seen what happens with W Morrissey. Apparently WWE is interested in him again because because Mm -hmm. of the work that he's done and Mm -hmm. Drew Galloway. <coughs> um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I had something caught there. Uh, Bobby Lashley. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, these names are just falling out of my mouth that left and went to Impact and got better and then, then came yeah. back. Well, it, mm-hmm. it, Morrissey. Close down NXT. We'll just use Impact as a uh, <laughs> developmental. developmental. I, I support that. Is there a petition somewhere I can sign? Right. That's what it used to be. They I used mean, to just NXT go in nowadays. And, yeah. They used to go like, to different territories like, and take the tally. Off topic, but I just mentioned it. I mentioned it to Brady the other day. So there's a, a a female wrestler on NXT, Wendy Chu, and her gimmick is she's sleepy. And she wrestles in a, a like a footy pajama thing. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Like a onesie. And and like this is the dumbest thing I've seen. And, and then yesterday, I think it was, or day before. The day this pretty I, pretty recently. I was watching something on YouTube and it mentioned her and it mentioned that that's Mei Ying, who was the leader of Tian Sha, which yeah. was the creepy, weird Ringu uh Leader yeah, she was like magic and everything. Uh-huh. Like, of Xia Li and Boa when they were a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here going, huh. That would be like going from Kane to... Corporate Kane? That brings me no. back. <laughs> that would be like going from Kane to Surfer Sting. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. You know? yeah. Glenn Jacobs comes out in bright yellow tights and a painted face. 
<laughs> and blonde, and blonde hair. hair. From Kane to Isaac Yankum. No, nah, because even Isaac Yankum was horror themed. Right. Yeah. Um That is a it is a shit. New Diesel. New <laughs> Diesel. I mean, no, no, no. That was that was straight up a horror movie. Yeah. 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 That was terrifying. Horrible angle. That was body snatchers from the Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You know, we didn't see Sean Spears' uh, last episode of uh, Dynamite. You know who else we didn't see? Who's that? Julia Hart. That's yeah. true. You know uh, who else we didn't see? The whole entire... The freaking AEW Women's Champion, yes. Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I saw some stuff yes. online about that. Yeah, I was... Uh, did Thunder Rosa maybe make a statement about that? She did. Mm-hmm. Uh, she made mm-hmm. a comment about that she was frustrated with AEW mm-hmm. uh, about the fact that you know she just she beat Serena Deeb in a in a pretty decent match, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, I, at one of my favorite matches of the night. And then she wasn't on the Dynamite after. They didn't even mention the they women's. Didn't even team. mention right. It. Tony Khan. Has got to do something with the women's division. Right. Mm-hmm. Something has to be done here because right now, it's all. I, I would almost rather them not have a women's division mm-hmm. than how they are currently treating the women's division. Yes. Yeah. It seems it's like. Really, really bad. Yeah. And they have like 15 they've girls. Got, they've got good talent. Mm-hmm. They like, do. Like they've got named people. Right. Right. They've got uh, up and coming. Mm-hmm. They've got they got people like Jade, who's still brand, who's still really really new, green, yeah, yeah. And really green. But she's got that look. She's got the attitude, and she is showing that she's and getting she's better. Improvement, and they have match. the time. They have the time. Look, WWE back in the day uh, when they were when they were ha- uh, doing this, uh, even though th- at the time they might not have been pushing the women's uh, matches before the women's evolution thing happened, they would at least like open the show with a women's match sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't give them 10 minutes. They would give them usually five to eight minutes. That's all. That, you don't have to give every women's match like 20 minutes. You give them five to six minutes, maybe a little bit longer. Here's, something. AEW needs to have two women's matches on Dynamite. At right least. Yeah. At, at least. least. At least two. And they don't. And they need yeah. to continue with at least one on Rampage. Right. And I'm going to say here something that I think in this room isn't that controversial, but Probably online not. it definitely would be. Can we stop turning Britt Baker into Charlotte Flair? Yes. Yes. Right. I I, I was thinking about this because you've made this statement before, and I was thinking about it, and I don't think that that it's quite as bad as it is now as as it is, as Charlotte Flair is now because I despise Charlotte it's not, Flair, but it's getting there. But it is. But they are mm-hmm. like it seems like they're the she's the only one that they really know how to do anything with Britt Baker. She, Britt Baker is the face of the women's division, yeah. mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if she's the champion or not. Yeah, she has more television time mm-hmm. than all of the other women combined. That's yes. very true. Very very true. Yeah. And then, so you have you have someone here that. She's getting tons of TV time. Mm-hmm. She's had the women's championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She wins the Owen Hart tournament mm-hmm. after they set up Ruby as a, you know, she always gets so close and she doesn't quite make it, and then she doesn't make it again. Yeah, and then they give her her win. They give her a win on Dynamite, but that's not the same. No. This is. Um, you're 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 turning Brit into Charlotte. Where you're, or even worse, it's becoming 
the the sum basically the summer of punk. Remember when mm. Punk had the U.S. the the WWE ch- championship, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like the third fight on the card, yeah. Because yep. the main event was I think Cena versus Rock somebody, or something like yeah. Cena, yeah. Cena, Cena Rock, versus Cena anybody. Orton. I think it was one of the Cena mm. Rock matches. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was the main event, and right. Punk was like not even it wasn't even co main event. Yeah, you know? it was the same thing. They did the same thing with the Miz. Yeah. Like he didn't main event all the brawls that he was on for sure. Well, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with your champion not main eventing all the shows. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with your champion not main eventing all the shows, but your champion needs to be the focus point of the division. What the problem comes down to here, and this is something that we've talked about on the show before. Uh, Eric Bischoff is one of the first people I know to have mentioned it. Tony Khan does not understand storytelling. Mm -mm. And that's why you had this. Tony's a fan. You you had a Mm -hmm. decent story of this build with Ruby and her not, she's not quite able to do it. You had built to your crescendo. Mm-hmm. You had built, it was there. All you had to do was hit those last few beats. Mm-hmm. And right before you hit that, right before you got there, you put the drumsticks down and you stopped away. playing the music yeah. and you walked away. And you can't do that when you're trying to get to the level that Tony uh, Khan is trying to get to. And also, yeah. besides that, this is definitely a, that you hit the nail on the head there, man. Uh, you know, I have an idea that they're extremely deaf to their audience because their audience pops for whatever is happening because it's still kind of new. The, he's bought the Vince McMahon it's, line of right. any reaction is a good reaction. Any reaction yeah. is a good reaction. So uh, what, what I really get from watching AEW all these years is it feels like no matter what happens – we are getting long-term booking behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happens, I've got at least the next month plan, planned out, no matter what the reaction is from the fans, because they're going to react to whatever I do. And that seems to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, if that's really I, I, what's happening. I, I think it's more they pay too much attention to the fans. And you have a bunch in the, in the internet wrestling community who, and I hate this word, but I'm going to use it anyways, they are simps. Yeah, for Britt Baker, mm-hmm. because here she is. She is this extremely attractive woman, and she is the closest thing to a classical beauty that they have. She is at, the femme fatale, yeah, I would yeah. say. She, like, she's she's at at AEW, mm-hmm. right? And so. They're paying too much attention. Oh, Britt yeah. Baker. Britt Baker. They're not looking at your Chris Statlanders, who mm-hmm. admittedly have had some stumbles. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're not looking at your your Ruby Sohos, who, sorry, I like Ruby. Mm-hmm. I think she needs to work on some stuff. She definitely yeah. needs to work on some stuff. She's yeah. only. It seems like she's only, like, just now getting, really into, the group. getting into the groove Ruby. of AEW. Ruby is... As much as I like her, too. Like, I, I like love her. Ruby Soho. I agree. I love think, all these women. Don't don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I and I yeah like even Britt like like Britt is yeah. Britt is Britt is improved. Britt is really good. Like she's improved she's, since she's, she started. I've made comments. You know, go back and listen to some of the first episodes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the first episodes of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I was just horribly down on Britt Baker. Oh yeah, she, she was green. green. She. Couldn't act as a baby face. Her promo she work was, was not her promo great. Work was terrible. Yeah. yeah, she's definitely killing she's it. Gotten a as whole a heel. lot better. She's definitely improved. But you've made the face of your women's division a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the crowd is cheering anyway. Mm-hmm. She's not going back face. 
and you're not giving your champion enough and you're time. You're not giving your champion time, and you're not giving these people that you've brought in that had that name recognition. Mm-hmm. You're not giving them the due course to try and help out any. Like we yeah. talked about right? Tony Storm's debut, they did. There exactly. was no fanfare for that. There was no build well, up for it. There was no I, AEW does not know how to do debuts. They the, do not the know how to best do debut. The best debut they've done is W Morrissey. And that was because everybody's like, oh, yeah. He's obviously talking about W. Morrissey. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, that like, last, like, all in or all out or whatever, when they debuted, like, uh, Daniel Bryan yeah, and, 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 and Brian da- yeah, Danielson and Ruby Soho. Yeah. And Ruby Soho. Like, that show, they debuted three names. And it was and a pop for all were, of them. Like, we get Adam Cole. Yeah. And then immediately get Brian Danielson right, right after. Right. Brian like, Danielson, that yeah. Was, yeah. That was that phenomenal. Was, that was a great. But for Great. Every, everything like From, that, though, then we get Satnam Singh. Right. Yep. That was awful. Yeah. Remember when... Or, or then we get whoever debuted under with that vignette with Andrade on... Yeah, Roosh. Sure. Who's, a, who's a, an ROH guy. Yeah, you could have yeah. made that up. I don't know. <laughs> they Tony, once again, goes back to not listening to his audience, not understanding it, mm-hmm. and paying too much attention to the internet wrestling community. When Dark Order debuted at Double or Nothing, the original Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. yes. and the entire arena, because these are all wrestling fans, not necessarily internet wrestling community right. or, or you know PWG fans, mm-hmm. is looking at Dark Order previously. Um, they were the Super Smash Brothers. Super, Super Smash, Smash Brothers. Thank you. I knew it was a Nintendo thing. Yeah. but mm-hmm. And the entire crowd is chanting, who are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who are you? Um, and Tony has not. He he has done anything so to this build. This is the problem. Wardlow. Is, Wardlow is the yeah. only person mm-hmm. in. Built. Well, well, they built. They built Wardlow. They, they put the rockets on Wardlow. MJF. But here's no, no. They what, built I, what I'm Sammy. saying. Wardlow before he debuted, we actually had vignettes. Yeah. Of yeah. Wardlow oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. working out. Now they were. Basically, shot for shot remakes of what uh, um, uh, Lucha Underground did with Brian uh, uh, Cage. Yeah, but we had it was something vignettes. Yeah, like so, oh, who is also, this big guy coming? After that, they've just been like, oh, uh, well, we're, we're gonna, gonna do. Lights we're gonna turn the lights off. Show. We're gonna turn it on, and there's a new guy in there. We also got those weird uh, vignettes with Wardlow where he was walking through a parking lot at night with a suit <laughs> on. Yeah. Shot for and, shot remakes then, of what Lucha Underground did. Okay, I'll take it. I, I never got around to watching. So this is they're, they're not Lucha shot for shot, but it's yeah, the close. same thing. So, so this is the problem. Tony Khan's a fan. Yes. And I, I say it's a problem. Tony Khan is specifically an indie fan. Yeah, and I say yeah. it's a problem. It's not really mm-hmm. in the sense that I want the guy who's in control of things to be a fan. Mm-hmm. I don't want them just standing there and going, this is business and being yeah. like that, that detached from it. But at the same token, you have Tony Khan as a fan who is booking the shows and is reacting to the fans like a fan would, mm-hmm. as opposed to reacting like he should as the owner of a company. There is a, a mixture that can be had there. He needs, and we've said it a million times, he needs some of the old-time guys, the Dustin, the the Dean Malenko's, the Mark Henry's, the Paul White's. Right. Those guys that are in the back. Booking committee, baby. 
to sit down with Tony and Tony to go, all right, guys. Here's my idea. This is my idea for where we want to go. Right. And then you have these guys that have been in the industry for 20-plus years. Right. All right. Um, I like this idea. How are we going to get there? Well, this is what I had planned. I don't know if that's the best way to do it. How about we do it this way? Yeah. Well, what if we did it this way? Mm, all right, I think that can work. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of like not not sh- shoot him down, but kind of yeah. like work with what he what he gives you and, yeah. and be able to like lay it out. Yeah. We fantasy book stuff on this show all the time. Of course. If you go on YouTube, uh, uh, Parts Unknown. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah, part of Wrestle. Yeah, part of Wrestle Talk. Yeah, part of Wrestle Talk. He does fantasy booking stuff. Mm-hmm. Has for years. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff over YouTube where they fantasy book, uh, uh, you know, matches or, mm-hmm. or stories or things of that nature. Right. We're fans. We don't know the behind the scenes. Of like, course, like I don't know. Certain people might not want to work they with might each not other. Want to work yeah. with each other. There may be something going on with a contract, or there's something going on with a, a previous date or, or something, or a previous, uh, not previous, but a, a future angle that they don't right. want to like mess up with having. So, yeah, yeah. So, so we get it, right? Right. We, we we're not behind the curtain. We don't know everything mm-hmm. that's going on. We can just sit here and oh, it would be so cool to see this. But they are. They yeah. are behind the curtain. You can yeah. have that fan energy from Tony Khan that gets mm-hmm. tempered by the, dude, I've been doing this for 40 years like Arn Anderson, right? Yeah. You can have that mentality there to say, chill. Right. This is going too long. Let's speed it up. I guarantee. This is going too fast. Let's right. slow it down. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Shivani probably has an insane mind. JR's there. Yeah. Now, JR might give you some weird stuff right. depending on but the night. It, but it, even Tony Shivani, yeah, though, would probably. Balancing out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's let's move away. We we have we have <laughs> shit all be, over AEW for 40 minutes episode. now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, let's let let's move over. Uh, there was some stuff that we mentioned we want to talk about for WWE. Okay. Um, okay. So we're gonna shit on WWE now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's basically what our show has become. Like it started like when we started, we were all happy about hey, this we, is wrestling and we, we love full wrestling. Full of hope and, and then, joy. Because it was actually and, decent during and, and that time it, period, then it right? It became, hey, AEW is this bright, shining light on a hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And know, for six months it was awesome. And WWE's trash. And then it slowly became WWE still trash, but AEW is coming back down to earth a little bit. Right. In the last few episodes, it seems like it's just been us going, man, this is all trash. Yeah. We're going to open, we're going to start like a classic video game podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I literally, the only time I ever watched WWE is when you're like, hey guys, you don't want to come up here and watch WWE? Same. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Other than that, I do not go out yeah, of my way. Right. Like, I have no idea. When you were telling all the stuff that came out on SmackDown, I had I'm, no idea. I'm right with Brady on all this. <laughs> I was like, sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, WWE is very bland at the moment. Mm-hmm. I think we can, for for all of its faults, though, generally the matches are good. Mm-hmm. Well, you have some of the best wrestlers in the world. I think I think they have the cogs in the the machine. Whether it's good or bad, they have a system for how they do things. Even though Vince can change his mind at the drop of a hat, they have a system for mm-hmm. how they for how they do things. You know, booking as it is, it it can. Turn out good, it could turn out bad, but at least they have some sort of system. Well, like, it, but the part of the problem with WWE is we end up getting the same match over and over. That's oh, been yeah. a problem over for a while. Like, with um, 
They don't what, know what do they call? I don't even know what they're calling Fight Night now. Like it, does, but, it has not stuck. A brawler. The the it, 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 there was alliteration. That's all yeah, I remember. It, it was two Bs. Um, um, brawling brutes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. We we have yeah. seen that. We have seen. What are so bad versus, at naming stuff nowadays? Yeah, really. Yeah. We, oh. we have seen them versus the New Day and somebody mm-hmm. every week. For the last what four months? Yeah, yeah. Now that said, I did really like the promo that uh, New Day and Drew cut in the ring, where Drew referred to himself as the Big D, and, <laughs> and Kofi and and Xavier were like, "Dude, this is a kid show. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't say things like that." You guys oh, yeah, remember? Great. Do you guys remember? I'm sure you do. When SmackDown and Raw were actually separate shows that were run by two different groups of writers, and when Stephanie McMahon was the GM for SmackDown for about two ish three years. SmackDown was doing way better in the ratings, and then so they pulled her out of that, and they changed the people that were yeah. writing on that show, took them, because Raw was their flagship show at the time. Now it's, you know, SmackDown because it's on Fox. But anyway, uh, moved those writers over to Raw, and then moved the Raw writers that weren't doing so well over yeah. to SmackDown so that SmackDown would do less uh, in the ratings than Raw was. Do you think they're doing that right now because well, SmackDown you, is on Fox? You 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 left out one key thing. There. Okay, and that uh, when they did that, yes, they fired Paul Heyman, All, who well, had been writing SmackDown. Right, yeah. That is also true. And so both shows went to hell because right. Paul Heyman is a force to be reckoned oh, with when it comes to booking. Yes, yes. Uh, whether he still has that right. because it's twenty years past that at this mm-hmm. point. Yes. And he's disconnected from mm-hmm. the zeitgeist at this right. point. I don't know, but you had Paul Heyman writing you definitely a had, lot of yeah, that. You did. Yeah. You like, did. That's very true. Like we've said, the Roman Reigns storyline is good mm-hmm. for the most part. Over Overall, taken, taken as a whole, the beginning of the Bloodline storyline, mm-hmm. it's been good. It's had a bunch of negatives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's had quite a few where we sit there and we're like, what is going on here? This is this is awful. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we've got the main point of it, Roman, off TV? Yeah. Um, okay. I think Roman's injured. He, he probably is. Like, like he got – you're not going to convince me otherwise that he didn't get hurt bad at that pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm where it looked like his whole bicep removed itself from yeah. his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You're, you're not going to convince me otherwise. But WWE doesn't care. But WWE isn't going to strip him of the belt or mm-hmm. you know, do belts. something. Belts. Yeah. Plural. Yeah, right. um, that's kind of going downhill. Yeah. Definitely. Well, RK ever- Bro is cool. Oh, definitely. I like that a lot. That Randy, was great. Randy might be injured right now, though. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. So, I don't think Randy's injured. I. I honestly think with the RK Bro thing, that Randy had to be written out for one show, mm-hmm. because uh, and it was that what last Monday yeah. night, mm-hmm. the previous one, not this week's, but uh, he had to be written out because he was scheduled to be at an event for the network. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they wrote him out, and then somebody saw Riddle there. Somebody saw Nakamura there and realized both these guys have lost people to yeah, the Usos. Partners, so yeah. so mm-hmm. there's a good story here. And well, they mentioned it on SmackDown. All yeah. you know, all all Vince deserves a lot of hate, and we give him a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. But he 
does hit it right on the mark at some point. He almost and does better on that. Okay, on the fly. I've created a story, and then my main character in the story's knee exploded. Yeah. Uh, now what? Okay, we're going to take this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And it tends to work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and this, I, I really am enjoying Shinsuke and I'm Riddle kind of together. It too. I, I'm also enjoying the gaslighting of Kevin Owens. That's a good, That's, yeah. yeah. I like it. I've watched that. clips of that online. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. Speaking of Nakamura's partner, I saw a report that Cesaro might be coming back to WWE. I saw something like that, too, that, that he has been in talks, but there's nothing on paper yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of people that, come back to WWE. Yeah. Cesaro is one of the pound for pound best workers. Uh, no, sir. He's the pound for pound strongest. Yeah. Like, he is. <laughs> but no, he is in, in my opinion, he is one of the, the best workers in oh, the industry. A sure. mm-hmm. hey, big uh, swing, big show, man. He definitely needs, or he, I'm sorry. He definitely deserved more than what WWE oh, yeah. gave oh, him. Sure. And Cesaro, if you're listening, Please, if you do decide to go back to WWE, get it in your contract that you at least get a championship run. Yeah, there was, yeah. I, and I don't, I don't care if it's six months or you know a year, but mm-hmm. give the man a championship. And I, when I say championship, yes. right, I mean world heavyweight <laughs> or specific. universal. He gonna get the twenty four seven title. Was, yeah. There was one point. It's been a few years though where he was getting over with the fans. You know, it oh, happens. Sure. It happens. Uh, you know, naturally sometimes. It's like you know uh, Brian Danielson. He was getting over all the time. And anytime that happens and they don't want it to happen in the way it's happening, well, they, immediately cool. they oh, will cool yeah. they will cool the heels and then they put him in that terrible group with all the guys that didn't speak English as their first yeah, the League of Nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The English was their second language or whatever, you know. Which could have been an interesting group, but they didn't give them any motivation. The other only than motivation that no. was fuzzy headed yeah. foreigner. Yeah. That's yeah. It. And so that cooled Cesaro. Like let's put him in the well, group. Then you put him in the bar, and that mm-hmm. was fantastic. That was a great, oh yeah, that was a great mm-hmm. gimmick. Then you know you you have him flirt with the main event title with very Seth teasingly, and yeah, and Roman. Mm-hmm. I vividly and remember a, an old match pre League of Nations. This mm-hmm. is how how old this is. Mm-hmm. Cesaro versus John Cena on a Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That match was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. And it it was just these two guys going out there. There was no stakes involved. It was these two guys having fun. Mm-hmm. But it really put Cesaro over for me in my I was like, because before that he he would been the he was soccer. Kind of like a mid-card yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, he'd been the soccer guy and he's just kind of there. But that match is where I, I, I really think that he caught my oh. Oh, this guy's the oh. That's when he did like twenty European uppercuts in the corner yeah. on Cena. Yeah. I think moving from there with the Tyson Kid stuff, and then yeah. they get the, mm-hmm. all the classics they had with the New Day, right? Then you move him out of that, and you move him to the bar, and uh, the bar is still one of my favorite tag teams. It was definitely a great, was great. Tag team, They were they were know? a great tag team. At first, I was like, oh, another mixed tag team with right. these two guys that don't have anything to do with each together, other. They right. threw them together, but it worked. Yeah, 
for their well, entire well, they, run. They, they, they eventually they made it cohesive. They did. Well, yeah, because they started doing the fusion dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that also helped. <laughs> they had fun with it. Yeah. When they, you know you know when and they then, have fun with it. Cesaro drove his teeth into his brain. Right. <laughs> that was. So that, it would be Shazaro? Is that, yeah. is that their, <laughs> is that their fusion <laughs> thing? But, you know, then we get to see Cesaro on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down. Mm-hmm. And. Who, who who knew this guy had that kind of charisma? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got a well, lot of it's charisma. It's because they hit it because he yeah. he he speaks with an accent. Mm-hmm. Now, let's be let's be honest. He speaks with an accent. Kevin so Kelly me, cannot me, stand not Kevin Kelly, but uh, Kevin Dunn cannot stand. Let me point out how stupid that is. Mm-hmm. Because here you have a man that, if I remember correctly, speaks six languages. Yeah. Yes, most of them fluently. Yes. That's why Becky never got a title shot for the longest time is because uh, Kevin Dunn, oh, you've got an accent, can never be world champion. Do mm-hmm. not get me started on Kevin Dunn. Yeah. I, I mean, but, I mean but that's, that's thing, true. Right? We, we do not it's have enough like, time. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying what I know, man. Like, you could have booked an awesome angle with Cesaro where, as a heel, where he comes out and he cuts a promo mm-hmm. in, in uh, Swiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, the next Monday night, he cuts the same promo, but he cuts it in German. Yeah. yeah. And they don't subtitle it. They don't do anything. Then the mm-hmm. next night, he comes out and he cuts it in French. Right. And then, and then finally, he comes out and he goes, I've been informed by the people in the back that Americans are dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. And ooh, cheap yeah. pop. Or. And they don't speak any languages except English. So as my sixth language, <laughs> I will tell you what I was saying, you know, and. You can build that and, heat. And, and if I was if I was uh, if I was done if I didn't like it because they had an accent, I would do what they have in AEW, which is like the slick of AEW, which is slick back in the day was like an eighties manager. Yeah. He managed like all the heels one year. Yep. And this what's his name of the guy that's in AEW that's managing like all uh, the girls? Mark Sterling. Mark yeah. Sterling. He's the slick of AEW. Yeah. Like he manages all the heel uh, female wrestlers and yep. like one other guy mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, just put a manager with all the people that you don't like their accents, and there you go. You've well, got. I'll be honest. I like it if if when people that are wrestling when English is not their first language, when they just start speaking their other language. Yeah, I like, do too. Like, oh yeah, Oscar, yeah. that's so funny. It's great because she's just losing her mind. And but even Rosa. like. And we know yeah, that th- she's angry. I right. would like I would like Thunder Rosa to every once in yeah. a while just start speaking in Spanish, like going off in Spanish. Yeah. Or Andrade, please, God, Andrade, <laughs> speak Spanish. It'd be way better for please. everybody if you did. Yeah, he's he's not too great at the English. Like, I can't speak Spanish, so like I I, no, I can't I, and, and in English I know is is supposed to be such a much harder language. So I'm not I'm not trying to crap on the man, but like. It's 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 rough. Like you can't. It's rough. Well, there for a while they were giving him subtitles when yeah. he was speaking. English. Yeah, of course they were. Like he's yeah. getting better, and I know Charlotte Flair is helping you, Andrade. But mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta get more. Get get uh, uh, what is it? Rosetta Stone, something like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rosetta Stone, Babelfish. Like, but but like I'm fine with them. Like 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 when the Lucha Brothers when they like yeah. when they just well, they start speaking Amber Spanish. Hunters. Right. But he doesn't even say everything that they say. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like I like that because it's 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 something different than just somebody doing a a, a rote English promo at me all the, all the yeah. time. It only took us 15 minutes to get back to AEW. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are I talking about? I'm talking about just in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I yeah. just think it's, you know. 
But, but I mentioned Oscar. <laughs> no, Oscar's great because she does her whole thing and it's just entertaining to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. Even when she messes I, up I, because she doesn't speak English all that well, like right. she's still like like she she just well, like, she well, just half the time uses she's yelling in Japanese to cover like, it up. Okay. Like, you remember Shinsuke when he was like super heel mm-hmm. and you know, I think it was Charlie or one of the backstage uh, interviewers, you know, came up to him to ask him a question or two and he just goes don't speak English. Yeah. And then he walks off after like the week before he had cut a full promo in English. Right, and, right. Know, everything. Yeah. So um, you can do stuff with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's possible. Yeah, your idea for Cesaro, like that's phenomenal. That's a like, great that idea. That got me excited and yeah, I know that that's never so going cool. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, wonderful. And, and you could even have you could put him in a feud with Kevin Owens where Kevin he says something in French and Kevin Owens comes out and starts yelling at him in French. Yeah, because dude's from Quebec, he right. speaks French, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you could create a feud there, and then you create the feud where they both just keep talking French at each other, <laughs> and the whole crowd is like, "What's going on here?" Until like Sami Zayn comes out and it's mm-hmm. like, "Look, guys, hey." Uh, and no one knows what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And then they beat up Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Sam, Sam, and Sammy could be talking and Cesaro goes, yeah, that's not, Sammy's not your name. You're El Generic, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you have PCO show up, yeah. even though he's not in WWE. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, is there anything else WWE related that we kind of need to mention? Our impact or anything related? The, the oh, only thing that I only think... Yeah, we got Hell in a Cell. So let's let's run down Hell in a Cell. Uh, I want to want to end with Hell in a Cell predictions. And I know y'all, a couple of y'all don't watch, but I mean, I just, know most of the know. wrestlers that are in the company. Yeah. So I'll, one whatever. thing I do want to mention is uh, before we get into that, before we get into Hell in a Cell, and so that we don't end on a down note, uh, <laughs> we did get news this week that uh, Brian Pillman Jr.'s mom. Who was oh, yeah, uh, Brian Pillman's that. wife yeah. had mm. passed away this week. Oh, yeah. that's sad. So, um, you know, hate that. Yeah, yeah. you know, our, our condolences to to the mm-hmm. family. Um, and I hope that you know they they weren't super close, from what I understand. No, yeah, watch that I, dark I think side she was of the bad on yeah. Uh, yeah, like but, he he even said like in in that post like, where he she was like he she w- had dealt with a lot of drugs and stuff like that. So yeah, we a lot of demons. Very close, yeah. but. Yeah, and and he he you know he didn't have the greatest childhood after no, after Brian Bill, you no. know, passed away. So, um, and he he held held some resentment, but it does sound like they were healing that relationship. Right, and of course. I'm I'm very family focused, and yeah, it, I always oh, yeah, hate when when yeah. families aren't yeah you know together. So yeah, but I, I'm condolences to to oh, the yeah, family. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Um, now on to maybe more. Maybe. Fun things. Less, jo- jovial. less down. Yeah. Jovial. Well, Jovial's good. Yeah. Uh, we have the, the fancy words. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have the Hell in a Cell 2022 match card. Where I believe we only have one Hell in a Cell match. Where we have the Hell in a Cell match of Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. There is no way Cody is not losing, is not winning this. So, uh, yeah. so my question is, how bloody is Cody going to get? In this in this uh, in this match, first thing Seth does is throws him into the ring, to, to yeah. the cage, and he, and he blades himself. Explodes, and yeah, he just explodes into he a just, crimson he fist to the North Star. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's. There's no. Do they way. both get bloody though? Uh, Seth doesn't normally get bloody. Seth, 
if Seth gets yes, bloody, it's, it's get only bloody, going to be the hard way. But, like, but the blood is all off. Cody's. It's all Cody's. <laughs> yeah. But but the way the match ends, DQ finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know the one? I gotta I gotta say this real oh. quick. I gotta say this real quick. There was a Hell in a Cell match between Triple H and Batista. Yeah. And Batista's about to hit Triple H with a, with a chair. Yeah. And then the referee takes the chair out yep. of his hand. Uh, and and he, this is this is a hell to sell match. Yeah. No DQ. What are you right. doing? Well, now, I, mean, I can see that, though. That can be a great story tool because the ref is going to react. Oh, wait. You're not supposed to have that match. Oh, it is. It is. And then, you know, but, you go with it. But, but, mm-hmm. but if you if you hit a dude who's buried under a toolbox with a hammer, yeah. you, know, you get DQ. Yeah, yeah, that made no sense. If but, you hit yeah. a dude with another dude who's right. buried under a toolbox. Yeah. He didn't do yeah. another so Cody's winning this. There's Cody's yeah. winning. Oh, Cody's yes. winning. Three, is, it, is, that, is that going to squash his uh, dispute angle? Because no, they've been it's WWE. They're going to be six it, months. He's going to be three. To. He's going to be three zero. Yeah, but it's this isn't ending until it's like seven and one. Yeah, it 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 needs to WrestleMania. Yeah. it'll end at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a Raw Women's Championship match: Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch versus Oscar. Who's the title holder right Bianca now? Bianca is the champion. And she's gonna. Bianca. Oh, and she's gonna pin Oscar probably. Yeah, Bianca probably needs to retain the title. She hasn't been champion for too long, right? Uh, no, she just got it. She just got it recently, like WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. They need. She's gonna. She's gonna hold on to the title. And again, like Brady said, she's gonna pin Oscar. Obviously, which I really don't like. I I actually think she pins Becky. I mean, that would be something. And I say that because of the story they're trying to tell with Becky right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. that is the only reason that I think that Becky takes the pin here. What uh, what That's story possible. are they trying to run with uh, Becky right now? She's re- hit rock bottom. Oh, yeah. okay. And and this is her trying to come back up. So Lost maybe she, title. she's become Lady Gaga. Maybe yeah. she gets distracted by uh, Asuka or something like that and gets pinned, maybe. I think what happens is Becky hits Asuka with, like, a a manhandle slam. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe puts her in the disarmor. Yeah. And then Bianca comes in. With a hair whip. Grabs her, hits the KOD, and pins her. Right. While she's paying more attention to Asuka than... Yeah. Uh, We have a handicap match. Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP. Lashley wins. Lashley wins by pinning uh, or submitting MVP. Yeah. More than like that is the whole reason MVP is in this match. He throws throws almost out of the ring. Almost can't get back in because he's just walking into it like King Kong. Right. And then he he submits MVP while MVP stares at MVP just started wrestling again, right? In these uh, this angle or whatever. Like like, because I heard I heard you guys talk a week ago. Right. I heard you guys like saying he was in the match. I'm like, what? He's been out with an injury. Uh, oh, okay. A, a leg injury, I think. Okay. Or foot or something. Yeah. I thought he was brought in for main, mainly he just came back a little while ago to manage Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Well, that's he, what I remember. He came back. He came back. Oh, like two years ago two now. Years, years I was ago. watching it at that time. And then yeah. he got hurt. And yeah. he's kind of been on the sideline. Gotcha. But, mm-hmm. uh, we have Judgment Day versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. So, so Judgment Day wins. is Damian Priest, Brady, your favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, Damian Edge Damian, and Rhea okay. Ripley. That's now all I have is apathy for him. Like I don't <laughs> that's even a lot like, of, that's when a lot I of see people. him on there. It's just I think a blank Judgment screen. Day wins because uh, the the Bullet Club plus Liv uh, won on Raw. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, they did do. They well, did stand pretty tall. Yeah, the Bullet Club plus live i like that yeah. Bullet that's Club pretty live. sweet they they need it's they need sweet. the win i i think that they 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 need this win copyright but i'm just gonna ignore that but <laughs> judgment day uh is going to get the win yeah, yeah, yeah more than likely but 
the the faces need the win to move out of this. The faces yeah. need the win because they they've basically won one match out of the last two months of them fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Kevin Owens versus Elias. Kevin Owens has got to win. So uh, what's, what's been building up this match to happen? Like, so, how long has the so angle been going? It's been going on for several months or several weeks. Right uh, after Mania. Yeah, because Elias came back as Ezekiel. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know, complete new look. Thing. Yeah. Kevin Owens is is calling it out. Right. right. You it's, know, it's literally him and, him and Sami Zayn are literally the only people KO, in the entire KO arena. breaking the fourth wall, right? Right. Um, and that's what's been building. It's been mm-hmm. Kevin screaming and shouting that that's Elias, <laughs> and everybody like, sure thing, buddy. This has basically been gaslighting yeah. the wrestling it match. It should be a like, gimmick versus like gimmick match. A, like, if, if Owens wins, he's got to go back to the old gimmick. There was a, <laughs> a point in this build where Kevin Owens was on commentary, mm-hmm. and every time the commenters would say Eli- or Ezekiel, he would say Elias. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Corey Graves is there, and Corey's, like, building on He's like, you know what, Kevin, I think you're right. You know, that is Elias. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and then as soon as the match was over and he takes his headphones off and lays them down, Corey goes, I really have no idea what's wrong with Kevin. That is obviously a, a Ezekiel I, in the I ring. I shouldn't like that, but I do. It's a, no. re- it's a really fun angle. It's, yeah. it's the best thing. Because that they've doing. done that so many times with other gimmicks. Yeah. Like, they just, like, switch somebody's gimmick mm-hmm. and, like, the audience well, is like, that's not who that is. KO always plays the best character when he plays that. God, wrestling is fake. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and goes from there. Like, like when he's in the ring. This was years ago. He's in the ring and he's talking to somebody, and they mention another wrestler, and he goes, oh, "You shouldn't have said that because now their music's gonna play and they're gonna come yeah. out, and then their music plays." And he goes, "See, yeah, <laughs> I do love." It's Kevin the one Owens. guy who understands that wrestling is is is. Kevin, happening Kevin, around this Kevin wrestling Owens match. is the only person who knows that that wrestling exists. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then we have a no holds barred match: uh, Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. Madcap's got to win it, yeah, right? Yeah, this has got to this has got to be Mad probably. But they are they are all they have always been up Corbin's butt. They like, had, but, but this they, they had one they, good angle with him, and then they threw that out. Mm-hmm. They have Madcap has to win this so he can spin out of it, yeah. and they can separate them, and we can get Riddick Moss. Yeah. Well, no, we're going to end up with Madcap. That's what they're going to call him. I, mm-hmm. I think I think as soon as he's done with the angle with Corbin, we can't have two names, Michael. I, That's true. He's he's not uh, ever going. They're they're not. He's not going back to that name. No, it's no. Just, it's just going to be Madcap. Unless you're Roman Reigns, then you're Roman Reigns. Then you have two names if you're Roman Reigns. Well, Sami Zayn still has two names. Kevin Owens. That's because it rhymes. They, you know, they, in the last time, like five years, you could you can't have two names. It depends. It depends on who it is. It, do, it does yeah. depend on who Wish it is. Out for Big E's Langston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Antonio Cesaro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is it. That that's, is that's our hell of a cell. That, that is the hell of a cell. That is the hell of a Cody versus Cody versus, versus, Cody versus Yeah, that would make sense. You, you can't six. have one hell in a cell match at hell in a cell and it not be the final match. I don't know, <laughs> man. That would be so stupid. They've had, they've but, had, but they would so do that because be the, they're so dumb. They, they have had, the opening match. They have had, like, where they built that there was going to be a cage match during either, either a TV show or, or a pay-per-view or whatever, and had that in the middle of the show. Wait, I'll be wait, honest. Wait, the, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. We skipped uh-oh. one. Uh oh. Oh. The United States Championship. Theory oh. versus Mustafa Ali. Oh, oh Theory is going to win. <laughs> like the way they're setting it up, the story should be that Mustafa no. Ali wins. But yeah. now, I did. I did skip that on accident. But I want to claim that I skipped it on purpose <laughs> okay. because 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. so god awful. I'm gonna be honest though, even after all of that I said, your women's championship should be the the final match of this. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the women's championship they oh, need we, did did that not have isn't Rhonda supposed to fight somebody there too? It wasn't on that side, but maybe yeah. I, I don't know if they're doing I know Natalia. They're, I know they're set to fight. They might not even have. Who knows? Like we yeah. can't have. Apparently, we can't have tag also, team champions. Is supposed to fight someone next week on SmackDown right, is when Ricochet Smackdown. is yeah. fighting mm-hmm. Gunter. Sure, yeah, I mean, Walter. Yeah, Walter. Gunter. Walter. Yeah, Walter. So, so <laughs> for people, so people who are casual wrestling fans or people who have not watched wrestling at all, like so Jody should. <laughs> should I, should should we be watching wrestling right now? Is it worth watching? Um, AEW, I still say is worth watching. Mm-hmm. So wrestling started in the carnage. <laughs> um, where where marks were actually? Uh, I w- think if you're w- not, I would suggest watching Raw and SmackDown on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Where it's like edited where down it's a little bit, cut down a lot. Yeah, well, it's an hour and a half. Do they kinda, cut down SmackDown now? Because they used to not, not, not actually cut. cut. Well, they cut Raw. Raw, down. Raw cuts about down. an hour out. Right, uh, which is I impressive. Would, I would watch the the Stephen Larson or. Wrestle Talk. Mm-hmm. Or I watch Wrestle Talk every day. Watch, yep. watch them on, on their their five minute reviews. You get pretty and much everything. If out they of get them. if they get hype about something, yeah, then go find that segment. The only problem with Wrestle Talk is they're the even when bad things are bad in AEW. Ollie Davis is a little like you a know. A lot of them are that way. I he's Temp- yeah. Tempest is like that. Uh, yeah, there's several. Who's the people other guy? Who are, I don't know. They, they, they called uh, somebody that we've talked about. I can't remember if it was you or Michael. It could, about, would have been me because I don't really follow AEW, wrestle talk too much. Like, it's all about AEW, no they, matter uh, how good or bad. Yeah, they they, they talked about the oh, MJF God. promo that was like like it was the best thing ever. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I know they've mentioned yeah. that. Uh, yeah, Bleacher Report said it was a plus. Uh, I I didn't care for it. I thought it was fine. I, I like thought it, it was okay. I didn't see, hate it. I did want to notice, it. like like so. Jay, Michael, and and Holder all had a kind of visceral reaction to it jay more than everybody else that's very true but for me it was just like it was bland and i think that's the worst that it could be because like yeah he's a healed he they want you to have a visceral negative reaction even if like that's what you're true. doing is more of a, a smart type of yeah reaction. if you're being a smart mark with it yeah it's still um, you're still getting a reaction yeah. out of somebody that's yeah. you're still talking about to me it. it was just this was bland yeah. this was nothing surprising like i didn't i wasn't insulted yeah. by anything so yeah i think that we've reached the end of our conversation. Yeah, we, yeah. we've given the uh, we've given the people thirty extra minutes. Yeah. Hell so, yeah. Uh, well, Brady, two extra people. So that's true. Brady, tell us about Travelers on the Omnibus. Where can they find you? What do you do? Travelers on the Omnibus is a uh, podcast that is a field trip through nerd and pop culture. It's almost uh, like they practice that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's almost like we have a tagline. <laughs> it's burned into our brains by now. Yeah. Uh, I, I am on that. Uh, Jody is on that. Yes. Uh, our friends Jay and Ethan are also on that. And we just talk about uh, nerd and pop culture. Sometimes we might talk about books. Sometimes we might talk about comics or video games or board games or I- I- anything that we really feel like talking about. I basically try and, sh- and, and shoehorn like anything that I just like to be able to talk about <laughs> in there. That's, that's my modus operandi yeah, in that. Yeah, same. Uh, but, yeah, we're on uh, Apple, Google, uh anchor spotify i think that's it we're trying to get on the amazon uh 
it's not it's weird it's, it's weird jay's for having problems reason. with that but yeah. we we hope to be on there pretty soon but yeah and so jody what's up how about you tell us about fearology and the thing you do yeah uh fearology is my mostly solo podcast where i talk about fear and horror and my whole experience and watching it my whole entire life and like the last episode we had uh people from the travelers show mm-hmm. on there it's almost it's like, like we're all the same people it just is rotating yeah yeah it's like we, yeah. we need to get a network going it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like we're a friend group yeah it comes up and, and watches wrestling on wednesdays yeah and maybe plays games of different types from time to and time. And where do we get those games, Michael? Well, we get them at McNarb like Gaming. That? Yeah, that's a great <laughs> segue. Brought to you by Segway. Yeah. <laughs> we get you, uh, we, we get them from McNarb Games here in Goshen, Mississippi. Uh, shout out to them. They allow us to use this space not only to record the podcast, but to watch wrestling and play games. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in games, come check them out. They have anything that you could want. If you're into D&D, they've got D&D. If you're into Magic the Gathering, they've got Magic. They've got Pokemon. Uh, if you can think of a game, they probably have it or a version of something very similar to it. Come check them out. They just had a new D&D book drop a few weeks ago, uh, Monsters of the Multiverse. Yeah. And that one actually has all of the uh, fifth edition playable characters that have been released to this point out. So come check that out. You can pick it up right here at McNarb Gaming in Gaucher. And... Oh, before I go to our other sponsor, not sponsored sponsor, however that works, I do have to shout out uh, Silence Your Cell Phones. Yeah, because you skipped over I them skipped to do that, over that, them that segue. I had, to, I had to do the segue there. So, uh, you know, give uh, uh, Jarrett and Kevin a listen on Silence Your Cell Phones. They do a, a live show on Wednesdays on YouTube, but they're also available on wherever fine podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. They talk about different movies... Uh, TV shows, binge-worthy stuff, that kind of thing. Um, but once you're done listening, once you've got your your board game, go over to Big Dog Liquor here in Gaucher. Grab yourself a bottle of something. They've got you know whiskeys, wines, tequilas, vodkas, rums, gins, you name it. It's in there. Uh, if it's not, there's a good chance it can get ordered for you. If you have a specific type of wine, he does wine sales constantly every month. It's a different brand, different this, different that. You can get discounts on cases. Uh, you can get discounts if you were military or if you're a senior. Uh, so go check all that out. Get your drink on. Get your game on. Get your ear listening on. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I suppose we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have people with us. Maybe we won't. We don't know. Uh, hopefully we can fight off the invasion. We've got some steel chairs ready. Um, <laughs> we do have a kendo stick somewhere in here. Yeah, we yeah. do. So, uh, so cool. cheers, yeah. Cheers. <laughs>